The following program is produced and sponsored by Cancer Treatment Centers of America. The information discussed during this program is not medical advice. Be sure to talk to your medical doctor for information and advice relating to your health. You are welcome to join us now for Health, Hope, and Inspiration with Rev. Percy McRae, Director of Faith-Based Programs at Cancer Treatment Centers of America. My name is Wayne Shepherd, and today we're talking about an exciting ministry your church could have. Maybe it has one, but if not, it certainly could, Cancer Care Ministry. Percy? Absolutely. But first, before we get into that, let's talk about our spiritual nugget for today. Okay, all right. Galatians 6, verse 2, and it says, Carry each other's burdens, and in this way you will fulfill the law of Christ. Wayne, let me ask you a question. You're a man of faith. You've been part of a local faith community for quite a while. If we are people of faith who are trusting and believing in God, why do we need to have a cancer care ministry? Well, when you think about the number of people likely within the realm of your congregation who are going through cancer themselves or their family members are, it's a significant possible ministry, isn't it? And so with that, we're going to listen and learn today about why having a cancer care ministry is so important and needed inside of our local congregations. All right. What was the reference for that verse? Again, Galatians, the sixth chapter, and it really helps to frame the motivation behind this. It does. The sixth chapter chapter, the second verse, carry each other's burdens. And in this way, in this way, you will fulfill the law of Christ. In just a few minutes, we're going to meet a couple who are very actively involved in their church with a cancer care ministry, and they'll give you lots of ideas and we'll offer a resource today that can help you as well. What is a church-based cancer care ministry? What does it look like, Percy? Well, when you use the word church base, it simply is helping us to understand when we talk about cancer, we are talking about cancer from a medical clinical perspective, but within the context of what is the role and what is the value of the church? The church brings people into relationship with God through Christ mm-hmm. and with each other. So when we talk about a church-based cancer care ministry, we're talking about how our relationship with God through Christ and with each other can help us work through the dynamics, the ebb and flow, the high and lows of our clinical process and journey of being a cancer patient. It's really talking about the perfect marriage of the world of faith and spirituality and medicine and science that work hand in hand with each other, not fighting against each other, that ultimately would and should be beneficial to the patient and the caregiver who is on that journey and on that path of treatment and care. And you've seen this work in an incredible number of churches, including one we'll hear from today in just a moment, but you've seen this work. We now, I I can actually say this with with confidence, there's about 3,000 plus churches that I am aware of as a result of the work that we've been doing with the Our Journey of Hope program, and we'll hear about that later on, of churches who are being equipped and are going forward now and actually starting cancer care ministry. Big and small churches? Big and small churches. And, of course, there are churches that are outside of the Our Journey of Hope uh, purview as well who have embraced the idea. But the point to be made that I am aware of ministries and churches now who have taken on this task to say this is going to be part of our ministry offering and how we are going to bless the people in our churches 
and in our communities. Well, maybe we have your attention already and you're thinking, well, that's something my church could and should be doing. And maybe I can be a catalyst for that and we'll have some ideas for you. We'll introduce our guest to you in just a moment. But go online right now to healthhopeandinspiration.com. Download Cancer Care Ministry in Your Church for additional ideas. Cancer Care Ministry in Your Church, available right now at healthhopeandinspiration.com. And stay tuned. If you or someone you love is fighting cancer, consider Cancer Treatment Centers of America. We treat the whole person, body, mind, and spirit. Our hospitals in Atlanta, Chicago, Philadelphia, Phoenix, and Tulsa take an integrative approach to cancer care. We use conventional medical treatments to attack the disease, evidence-informed therapies like nutrition and naturopathic medicine, along with pastoral care to help maintain strength and quality of life. Treatments are tailored for each patient's specific needs. Visit healthhopeandinspiration.com to view our cancer-related resources or to contact our oncology information specialists about questions you may have about your treatment options. Working together under one roof, our cancer experts use leading-edge technologies to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. Learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Cancer Treatment Centers of America. Care that never quits. At Cancer Treatment Centers of America, spiritual support is provided as desired by the patient. You are listening to Health, Hope, and Inspiration, talking about cancer care ministry today. And who better than the guests you're going to hear from now as they're introduced to us by our host, Reverend Percy McRae. Percy? Well, with me today is Dee and Al Pert. And if you may recall, Dee is a three-time breast cancer survivor, thriving and surviving. And she has been cancer-free since 2014. And Al is her husband and her caregiver. But what we're going to talk about today is not so much being a cancer patient or being a caregiver, but we're going to talk today about the work that they've embarked upon since uh, the journey of being cancer patients uh, and being caregivers is that they are both volunteer co-leaders of a cancer support group at Willow Creek Community Church in South Barrington, Illinois. And so I'm excited to have you guys on the show together collectively today. And we're going to talk about cancer care ministry, the importance of it, the work that you guys have been doing, and maybe just some things that will help encourage others who may be listening to start a cancer care ministry at their local church. Thank you for being with us today. Thank you for having us. Thank you. All right. With that being said, you guys, again, you started out, D, uh, as a cancer patient, uh, three-time breast cancer survivor, thriver. Uh, you've been cancer-free since 2014. And one of the things that you shared in, in that previous uh, interview, and for those of you who didn't hear that, please go to healthhopeandinspiration.com, and you can re-listen to that broadcast right off of the webpage there. You talked about in the midst of your your three battles and uh, diagnosis with breast cancer, somewhere along the way, you began to get involved with cancer care ministry. You started supporting others uh, who had cancer and who were going through cancer. Let's talk about your engagement and introduction to cancer ministry and cancer support to other cancer patients. And why do you think that was important? 
Well, one of the things I notice is when you first are diagnosed with cancer and cancer becomes part of your family, you feel and hear about so many other people who have cancer. Well, did you know? And maybe you should talk to. And being my nature that I like to help and support and mentor people, um, I started just talking one-on-one to other people, you know, trying to give, give them encouragement, uh, walking along beside them. Um, our leader needed to take a break and she's, you know, they asked me to take over the group and, uh, like Jacob, I wrestled with that and said, no, but God (laughs) said, yes. So I said, I can't do this alone. So I, you know, I, uh, told my husband that he needed to help. You recruited him. (laughs) (laughs) And then I, um, recruited another gentleman, Randy Hammond, who helps us also with the ministry. And we started out, you know, we were very unsure about ourselves. We we tried to follow the same format that was already there. But one of the things we did was we said, you know, we kind of need some training because we don't feel comfortable doing this. And so we had heard about um, our journey of hope at Cancer Treatment Centers of America. And when people contact us, since we've been in the business of uh, supporting other people, we first thing we tell them is go get some training at Our Journey of Hope. It will really help you feel confident in what you're doing. No matter how you structure your program, you will feel comfortable uh, sharing your journey and, you know, helping and supporting others. And and before we get into the Our Journey of Hope conversation, and we certainly will, I want to just back up a little bit uh, in understanding a couple of other things and help the audience. Al, if you will, again, you recruited, de-recruited you, as most wives do with their husbands. Uh, I can think of many things that, that, that I ended up doing that was not my idea, but it was the missus' idea and, and ended up being a great idea and concept. You guys are now, you know, you're a caregiver. You, you've worked through some of your own issues and struggles, uh, insecurities and fears as a caregiver. You now also begin this journey of engaging and supporting uh, others with cancer. Let's talk about the importance of cancer care ministry in local churches before we get into the Our Journey of Hope piece. Why is this so important and why are there still, in your opinion, so few churches who actually have cancer care ministries as a focus in their church, as an offering? I think one of the benefits of going through the uh, Journey of Hope uh, training program is to learn about the social stigma issues that often confront uh, cancer survivors and caregivers. Sure. And a lot of times it's, uh, it's a stigma of not wanting to talk about uh, a cancer diagnosis. Uh, it's a, a stigma of being around people who want to change the subject matter. Uh-huh. And the isolation of cancer survivors is, is one of the things that I don't think that many churches really understand until they are impacted directly or indirectly by someone who has a cancer diagnosis. So that's kind of one of the things that um, I think uh, is a gap between what churches understand and what the ministry can provide. I've certainly seen that. Dee, what, what, are, your, what are your thoughts about that? Well, I, I think part of it is we need to understand that the church is really the source of hope. You know, our church says, um, you know, the church, the local church is the hope of the world. And, and hope is one of the things that we have to bring to people who are going through a cancer journey. And I think a lot of churches don't really understand that a lot more people are affected by cancer than they may know. Hmm. 
And so one of the things that happens is, and especially with cancer patients, is they want to get through the treatment. They want to forget it ever happens and move on. Ah. And I think, it, you know, sometimes the church is of that mindset also. Interesting. And I think what happens is they're like, you know, well, nobody will come. And, you know, there are times when your ministry will start out strong and then it dwindles. I mean, we got down to very few people. And, you know, you just have to start praying about it and saying, Lord, is this really what you want me to do? And once you commit to that and they see this authenticity and, and because cancer is not a journey you can go alone. It really isn't. And unless you can find somebody to walk down that journey with you, you think you're the only one who's yeah. suffering, who's going through this. You're the only one who who's out there and nobody really understands. And, and it's interesting. Not only is it not an exercise or an experience that you should or can go along, but it's not necessarily something that's going to be done quickly. You made a comment that I thought was the most telling of anything that, that we've discussed here so far, and that is, Patients, caregivers, and in some cases, churches unconsciously just want people to get through their treatment as quickly as possible. And let's just move through this and move on to the next thing. But here's where I want to make a transition. But cancer experience, diagnosis and treatment is not necessarily a sprint. This is a marathon. It's a journey. Um, one, it was interesting. One of our participants recently said, you know, going to get those tests every year, every two years or how often you have to get them, it never gets any easier because you always have that fear that, oh, Lord, please don't let this have come back. The fear of recurrence. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, that it's something that, that we go through. And I don't think a lot of churches and, and people who haven't been on this journey understand that you can be 10 years out from cancer and still be concerned that it's going to come back. Good point. And so with that, now let's transition and talk about you, you had your cancer support ministry going at your local church, which was the Willow Creek Community uh, Church there in South Barrington. And then um, we we had a, a moment where, where we were introduced to each other and you were introduced to the Our Journey of Hope uh, curriculum and, and focus that, that I, I've had the privilege of being part of. Uh, we're introduced, we get together, and we begin to start engaging with, with your cancer care uh, community. And I feel privileged and honored to say that that's been well over a 10-year relationship now that we've had with you guys, probably more like 15 years now, now that I think about it. And I'd like for you guys to, to kind of help the audience understand what were some of the things that you learned from the Our Journey of Hope curriculum and training, cancer care training. Uh, I, I think we came out to your facility on two separate occasions. And then uh, I believe Al, you and um, uh, Randy. Randy came out to one of our on-site uh, cancer care leadership trainings. Uh, and what did you walk away with? What did you learn? What did our journey of hope do to help enhance? You had a cancer care ministry. How did it enhance what you were doing and escalate or evolve what you were doing from a cancer care ministry perspective, Al? Well, it put um, a lot of context, uh, Reverend McRae, to uh, the feedback and the behavior of attendees coming into our meeting. Um, as Dee mentioned, that no two cancer journeys are alike. Absolutely. So attendees came to our meeting with their journey of fear. Uh, they came to our meeting with their journey of shaken faith yes. and hopelessness. Uh, they came to our meeting with anger. Uh. And the training that we went through with our journey of hope uh, deepened our understanding of that behavior. And it uh, it helped us to understand that, you know, 
sometimes we're not there to try to manage the behavior, right. but what we are really there to understand that cancer survivors and caregivers are looking for a place that they can share their feelings and feel that they're being listened to, feel that there's a presence there and understand that they're in a community that has walked in their shoes. It just helped us put some context and some expertise behind that, particularly on the theological questions that come up. Great, great. And and that's one of the things that, that – um, as a as a volunteer, you know, a lot of times we don't feel like we are equipped, and this gave us um, confidence that we were equipping ourselves. Right. That what we said um, was what we should be saying, um, and it reminded us that you know you don't have to be a pastor and go to theology or seminary to to really understand that we are all been given the the task to um, bring others to Christ. And when we, you know, when we had that um, that reinforcement, it really helped in in our confidence and in our ministry, and we saw it grow from that. Wow! What would be the one big thing that you would share to this audience today about starting if if they belong to a local congregation and they do not have a cancer care ministry for one, any of the reasons that we've already talked about? What would you say to someone today to help encourage them? to take on the challenge and the calling of starting a cancer care ministry quickly, D, and then I'll let you close out. Um, one thing is to just start, you know, start getting your resources together, go to, you know, our journey of hope training to just take the time and say, you know what, God, it's you and me in this. We're going to do it and just go. You know, a lot of times we are so busy planning that we just don't do. Yeah, we get in the way. We get our, get in our own way of doing something. Al, you've got the closing statement, sir. And my closing statement would be to, if you feel a calling to this and you are looking at the, the mountain of trying to, to introduce and bring this to uh, your church, uh, to begin in prayer. What we've learned and what we is a cornerstone of our meaning, the beginning and ending in prayer, is that uh, the spiritual and emotional and healing aspect of prayer brings us to a place that only Jesus can get us through. And um, and I would say that once you understand that no power uh, can separate you uh, from what God wants to do with your vision of your ministry, that I think that uh, that will open up so many doors for you and... Uh, and put you in the path of people that you would never know said, I was thinking about the same thing. Wow. Well, I thank both of you for your courage, your commitment, your vision, and your personal and collective journeys as you are helping so many people. And I've been privileged to be in some of your meetings as you continue to go forth. This is Dee and Al Pert. They are both volunteer co-leaders of a cancer care support group at the Willow Creek Community Church in South Barrington Hills, Illinois. Bless you guys both, and may you continue to touch thousands of lives. Thank you, Reverend McCray. Thank you. What a dear couple. Our thanks to both Al and Dee for being a part of our program, Health, Hope, and Inspiration. Don't forget, you can download Cancer Care Ministry and your church right now at healthhopeandinspiration.com. There's more ahead. Stay with us.
If you or someone you love is fighting cancer, consider Cancer Treatment Centers of America. We treat the whole person, body, mind, and spirit. Our hospitals in Atlanta, Chicago, Philadelphia, Phoenix, and Tulsa take an integrative approach to cancer care. We use conventional medical treatments to attack the disease, evidence-informed therapies like nutrition and naturopathic medicine, along with pastoral care to help maintain strength and quality of life. Treatments are tailored for each patient's specific needs. Visit healthhopeandinspiration.com to view our cancer-related resources or to contact our oncology information specialists about questions you may have about your treatment options. Working together under one roof, our cancer experts use leading-edge technologies to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. Learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Cancer Treatment Centers of America. Care that never quits. So glad you were listening today to hear our guests, Al and Dee Pert. And uh, let's unpack some of what they talked about here today with Percy McRae. Percy, this is, first of all, a great couple who are really doing a great job at their church. They're wonderful people who have, out of their own personal experience, has taken on a personal ownership of ministry to others who, who represents where they were once located in their own struggle and situation with sickness and disease. Yeah. Now, they're at Willow Creek Community Church, a very large church in suburban Chicago. Will this work in churches of all sizes? It's a great question. I'm asked this question on a regular basis, and the answer is absolutely yes. Uh, The size of one's congregation really doesn't matter with regard to the impact of the type of ministry that we're discussing today. So small or large, we are simply talking about empowering individuals within that in the context of that local congregation who have some sort of insight around how to effectively and courageously engage cancer patients and their caregivers wherever they may be on their particular journey. So what are some things to consider when we want to go about starting a ministry like this within the church walls? Well, I think the first thing is is getting training, obviously, understanding some, some nuts and bolts of what uh, a cancer care ministry could look like and how to function within the context of that. You need to recruit a leader, someone who basically has a passion and a commitment to basically rallying each other, uh, providing empowerment, uh, un- ongoing training and education of sorts, if you will. Uh, and many people are sitting inside of local churches who have experienced uh, situations with cancer, have had loved ones who have had cancer, or individuals who have worked or are working in the healthcare community currently right now who would be ideal to kind of lead up that type of ministry and then begin to recruit others around some sort of training or curriculum around how to effectively communicate, visit, and engage cancer patients where they are. You've mentioned today our journey of hope, and let's explain what that is. That's really a, a network and a, an opportunity to get involved here. Isn't it, it really is. Our journey of hope is, again, a program that we started and that I've been privileged to be a part of uh, uh, by the Cancer Treatment Centers of America to empower and train local churches. So you do offer training. Absolutely. And pastors and leaders and laity creating an understanding and some insight around cancer care support. What is that? What does that look like? It's easy to say that you should support cancer patients, but how do you support cancer patients? Where do you support cancer patients? So the curriculum, there is a curriculum that has been designed to help step people through the idea of understanding uh, what cancer is and isn't from a very practical perspective. It's not any serious medical clinical. We're not trying to train people to be doctors or clinicians, but to give them a layman's insight and understanding of what the disease is. Understand your enemy, uh, hospital visitation do's and don'ts, caring for caregivers. The curriculum
curriculum is very practical around those type of subject matters that will empower and engage individuals to really begin to support those people sitting in front of them at their church and in their local community. Our time has gone by so quickly here today, but we can extend the influence of this conversation if you will go to our website and download this resource, Cancer Care Ministry and Your Church. It's available right now. Maybe you can make some copies and pass it around to some other uh, interested folks at your church who you think might assist in getting started with this cancer care ministry. All right, let's uh, let's go back to Galatians chapter 6. All right, as we close, our spiritual nugget for the day is carry each other's burdens. Why should we start a cancer care ministry? Have we been given a, man- a mandate from God to actually do so? Well, this scripture helps us carry each other's burdens. And in this way, in this way, what way? this way by carrying the burdens of others that you will fulfill the law of Christ. When you think about all the people in your congregation who are touched in some way by the disease of cancer, think of the potential ministry here. So think about it and download this resource from healthhopeandinspiration.com, Cancer Care Ministry and Your Church. Our time is gone. Percy, thank you. We'll see you next time. All right. The need is great. Will you step up to the plate? This has been Health, Hope, and Inspiration. Health, Hope, and Inspiration is produced and sponsored by Cancer Treatment Centers of America. If you or someone you love is fighting cancer, consider Cancer Treatment Centers of America. We treat the whole person, body, mind, and spirit. Our hospitals in Atlanta, Chicago, Philadelphia, Phoenix, and Tulsa take an integrative approach to cancer care. We use conventional medical treatments to attack the disease, evidence-informed therapies like nutrition and naturopathic medicine, along with pastoral care to help maintain strength and quality of life. Treatments are tailored for each patient's specific needs. Visit healthhopeandinspiration.com to view our cancer-related resources or to contact our oncology information specialists about questions you may have about your treatment options. Working together under one roof, our cancer experts use leading-edge technologies to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. Learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Cancer Treatment Centers of America care that never quits.